This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 204. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, in the plant-based lifestyle community, there is a lot of discussion about transitioning from vegetarian to vegan. But what about going the other way? In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be talking about reasons for transitioning from vegan to vegetarian with a special guest, the peas and carrots. What up, guys? What up? They contributed. I had this idea, actually. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about, about that, how this came to be a podcast episode. But first, a new rating. We do have a new rating, and it's exciting. It's from Kung Fu Dude. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know if he he's a guy who practices Kung Fu or watches Kung Fu movies, but uh, either, either one. Either one is cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Kung Fu Dude says, fantastically relaxing podcast. I began listening to this podcast on a random search, and out of sheer luck, it was a perfect fit into my lifestyle. I believe that Zen is the perfect name for the way these lovely ladies contribute to society through this podcast because they are so respectful to everyone as they offer genuine guidance and tips to live a lifestyle for, as they say, vegans, vegetarians, and the veg curious. I would most certainly recommend this podcast since I listen to it on my work commutes, walks, and during my runs because it is as entertaining as it is informative while having a zen-like effect on my day. Thank you, Kung Fu Dude. That's amazing. And I appreciate also how in his review, he calls out why it's so important to leave us reviews. Mm -hmm. Because in leaving us review, he did a random search in iTunes. And iTunes likes podcasts with a lot of reviews that people find helpful. So no doubt all of you who have left reviews in the past have helped help this Kung Fu dude to find his way here. That's right. (laughs) So thank you also Kung Fu dude for helping someone else find their way over. And of course, thank you for the very lovely review. Absolutely. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Oh, let's do it. I will say I am still recovering from that awful bug I had last week that made us... We're still a little bit behind, actually. We're Mm -hmm. catching up. This podcast is... What is it today? It's the day before Mother's Day. It's going to be released on Mother's Day. (laughs) And we're typically a little bit more ahead, Mm -hmm. but this has shown us we still probably even need to get a little bit further ahead. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the main topic. All right. So uh, as Vicky mentioned earlier, this uh, this topic came about uh, as a result of a post in the Peas and Carrots Society, which, as you know or may not know, uh, is our closed Facebook group. And uh, if you're interested in joining, if you haven't joined, just as a little aside, if you are interested in joining the group and you're on Facebook, you can head on over to uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And you'll see uh, the peas and carrots, you'll see a little request to join button. Uh, Once you hit that button, I'll just make sure that you're not peddling porn or or sunglasses. (laughs) Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans. And and then I'll approve you and you're in. And you are entering a land of awesome, cool, non-judgmental people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Uh, So anyway, this was... um, 
question was posed in the group by one of our longtime listeners, Kip McLean. What up, uh, Kip? What up, Kip? And uh, uh, he he asked the question: Has anyone moved from vegan to vegetarian, and why? And his he, he didn't uh, specify his reason right away, but I, someone had asked during there was a long um, conversation, a lot of comments and and everything uh, in response to his question, which was awesome. But at some point, someone asked the question, you know, why did you ask? And his response was, um, I've always wondered if eggs and milk, etc., could be vegan. If I raised chickens to use their manure in garden in a garden and took care of them. Is it exploiting them to also use their eggs? Same with a cow after her calf is fed. Uh, all that being said, I'm considering adding eggs and some dairy back into my diet diet as ingredients, etc. Sometimes a hard-boiled egg on a salad just sounds good. I do have a few friends locally who have chickens and another has a local dairy and she makes yogurt, sour cream, cheese, and etc. So, uh, you know, I mean, I know that there are a lot of people. Uh, first of all, thank you, Kip, for the question. That sparked a lot of discussion. Yeah, it's a great topic. Positive discussion. Yes, it's a great topic. And uh, so thank you for asking the question. And I know that a lot of people do this. It's not something that is rare. I mean, it's not like once you're a vegan, you're like always a vegan. Some people are. Yeah, and if you're not, you haven't been listening to us for a very long time. I'm not sure if well, everyone would know, but Larissa and I are actually lacto-ovo vegetarians, which means we still do have some dairy. Not that much dairy. Mm. We used to consume quite a bit yeah, of milk. A lot. Yeah. And, and which probably was one of the contributors to your diabetes. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we still do eat eggs. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, you know... Yes, there are a lot of people who kind of go back and forth and and some people will be vegetarian and then, you know, be vegan for a while and then be vegetarian again and kind of back and forth and um, go back to eating meat for a little bit and then go back. So it's a very fluid uh, lifestyle. It's not, you know, all or nothing, as we like to say. Uh, but, you know, there are some reasons that people may transition back from vegan to vegetarian and these are not necessarily our opinions these are just reasons mm-hmm. <laughs> you may agree with them or not but right. uh we just want to share some of the reasons so. right so the first one is just the feeling that you know your body is not getting everything that it needs from uh eating a vegan diet so if you're having cravings you know, it, you may feel like your body, you're craving meat because your body's not getting iron or something like that. And there, that may or may not be true, but sometimes you just have a craving. Yeah. And we talked, we had a previous episode on how to deal with cravings, exactly addressing that, that you may just be missing some nutrient and we've all experienced them. Uh, it's just a matter of trying to pinpoint, particularly if you really don't want to have any meat Mm -hmm. or eggs or whatever dairy um it's important to try to experiment to see what what else could what could you possibly be Mm -hmm. missing in your diet right right so yeah for example if if you feel like you're you're craving meat maybe because you're low in iron try eating some iron rich uh vegetables just you know keep in mind that it's a different kind of iron. So, you know, your body doesn't absorb the the iron from plants the same way it does animals. And you might need to help it a little bit. So, 
All right. What, uh, what about pregnancy? So pregnancy, uh, many women get craving, whether they're vegetarian, vegan, or uh, anything, they get some weird cravings anyways. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's possible uh, to get enough nutrients for the mother and the baby on a vegan diet. Of course, that's possible. But some expectant mother- mothers may feel that a vegetarian diet is a little bit easier for them to follow. Mm-hmm. And they've, they'll feel a little bit more confident that because maybe they don't have time to do a lot of that research and mm-hmm. it just makes more sense for them. Right, exactly. Uh, another reason to maybe kind of switch back and forth is travel. So, you know, there are a lot of, and depending on where you're traveling, it's kind of harder or easier to follow a vegan lifestyle. Uh, if you're traveling in Europe, it may be easier. If you're traveling in Texas, not so much. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where I read. I read, uh, it might have been a post in the peas and carrots or somewhere else, but that there was a guy that did travel and when he traveled, he was not vegetarian or vegan. Mm-hmm. And But when he was at home, he was vegetarian and vegan. Mm-hmm. So that was a choice he made. Right, right. And, you know, that's fine. That's a personal yeah. choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about, uh, as we mentioned, we had a lot of good discussion on Kip's question in the group. So let's share some of the the discussion that, that was... Um, had yeah. I guess and one note typically we will ask permission for people from people to use their names on the podcast because it's a private or it's a, not private it's a closed group and uh, you know sometimes people make comments they don't necessarily want shared over the the podcast waves <laughs> so uh, because there was so many though we're not going to mention names but thank you everyone you know who you are mm-hmm. who left a comment and uh, if you hear your comment super thank you right right and we did uh ask kip if it was okay to use his yeah his name yeah. about the question and he said of course because he's awesome that way uh, <laughs> and uh okay so let's let's talk about some let's just kind of mention some of the things that people people said so uh, one person said, I went from omnivore, om, omnivore, <laughs> omnivore to vegan and got really sick. So I went back to omnivore. Then over a year ago, I went vegetarian. Yeah. And that's a good point. Some people really have to ease into mm-hmm. this whole transition where our bodies are all so different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you can't really tell somebody, well, you can just go hard vegan because everyone's body is different just as if going back. So mm-hmm. remember when... Uh, we started doing a lot of more self-education around vegetarian and veganism, Laura. So you might recall that we had talked about people going back to eating meat had to really ease into it mm-hmm. because your body's just not used to it anymore. Right. right. Yeah. It's a different kind of fat. It's a different kind of protein. It's a di- yeah. yeah. Um, and this uh, this member said, "I don't feel guilty. I do what's good for me. Just feel good about doing your best because your best is great." And that's absolutely true. Yes. Uh, There was a comment that uh, said, it's a very rare occurrence, but sometimes I need the occasional seafood. I used to feel guilty, but then I thought there is no, quote, one size fits all diet out there, including vegan. Right. Same with me. I have had Mm -hmm. some seafood uh, over the past couple few years. And uh, yeah, it's not an every Mm -hmm. week thing, Mm -hmm. but it's certainly an option. Right, right. Um, Another comment was, uh, I went vegan for a while and then found things slipping when I went out or wasn't planning well enough. And that's another thing. I mean, you know, it's, it does take a little bit more planning 
Um, especially if you have a job where you have to go and eat at work every day and, you know, or maybe you don't have a traditional schedule, it can be a little bit more planning intensive. Yeah. And this is a big reason why we stress so much the, it's not all or nothing because a lot of times people just like with like, just like weight loss diets Mm -hmm. will say, Oh, that's it. I blew it. So I might as well not try anymore. Or maybe I'll start next month or something like that. It's just so important just to allow for a little bit of a buffer, Mm -hmm. you know, for some, for some, uh, leniency, I guess on some of this stuff. Right. Uh, there was a comment. I was transitioning to vegan and found myself really craving dairy. I've e- I've been either pregnant or breastfeeding for the past three years, so I've really tried to listen to my body. I decided to switch to all local organic dairy, so at least I know it was ethically treated. And that's a good option. Um, you know, if if you do struggle with um, the animal issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And I like the comment about listening to your body. I think it's so important to actually say, what am I feeling? So many times we don't pay attention to that. It's funny because we just finished doing a major clean out of our house using, I I think I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which is a book by Marie Kondo. And it's a great book, by the way. But she, one of the biggest drivers for letting things go from your house is to ask if this brings you joy. And it's amazing to me how many things didn't only not bring me joy, but made me feel bad. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed now, because this is why it's so life-changing, that whole method, because I've noticed that now with other things, Mm -hmm. clothes that doesn't make you feel good, things like like on your body that just don't feel right, or food when you eat it that you just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things when I, um, with sugar... It just doesn't make me feel good if I have too much. That's not to say I don't have any, but I am now more aware Mm -hmm. of things like that. And I I think that's just going back. I know I trailed off a little Mm -hmm. bit, but going back to what she said, I think it's so important that you really pay attention to your body and how things feel in your body. Right. Well, and you know, I'm going to kind of go on this for a second longer. Uh, You're going to ride my tangent. I am. (laughs) It's a good tangent. Uh, And, but I wanted to say that what you mentioned about, you know, does this bring me joy and about food? The thing with food is it's a little bit tricky because you have to be in tune with your, your body for longer. And the reason I say that is especially like with sugar. uh, Yeah. Oh yeah. It brings me joy that when I'm eating it at the moment, I'm going to say that every single time about every single donut and candy and cake and whatever. But I have to remember that it's not just that second that I'm eating it. Is it going to bring, bring me joy in 10 minutes when I have a pounding headache? That's a really you good know? point. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to train yourself to associate, okay, you know, if I eat this, it's going to stay in my body for X number of minutes or X number of hours and check back in and say, okay, am I still feeling that joy? <laughs> That's a really good point. You know? That's a really good point. And that pounding headache, I would say, is your body sounding an alarm, mm-hmm. saying this is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Saying this is Very not bringing point. me joy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another comment that said, I was vegan for 13 years, started at age 13, and have been lacto-ovo for the last five years with occasional salmon. As for why I switched, I think it came down to constant worry about my diet, which was pretty good admittedly. 
uh, was making me tired and exhausted all the time. Just what we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I also had done a bone density test and it came back very, very low. Both of these things led me to experiment with liberalizing my diet. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> liberalizing my diet. I was in my mid Uh, I was in my mid-20s at the time of the switch, and I am still really not sure how necessary it was to addressing either of those problems, honestly. More recently, I have been feeling myself drifting back to minimizing eggs and dairy, but have no immediate plans to outright eliminate these foods. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's very in touch with your your body. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of, uh, that's that's a really good, um, a good one, too, because it, it, illustrates the fact that sometimes you need to check multiple kind of, I don't know, systems isn't the right word, but uh, he met, and this was a, a male, a man who posted this. Uh, he mentioned that he had some tests done, you know, um, some medical tests, but also paid attention to the way he was feeling. So I think that it kind of, it's really important to kind of cover all those bases. Yeah. Yeah. And it is important to pay attention to your medical professionals, but it's also not it. They don't know how you Mm -hmm. feel exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's one of the benefits as you get older. When I was younger, I took everything that doctors said at as absolute fact, no questions asked. And as I've gotten older, I've learned, of course, their advice is extremely important because they are medical professionals, but it is also important to balance that against what you feel and Mm -hmm. how how you're feeling about, about things you know within your body only you know right all right so uh, another person said uh, i alternate between the two i am vegan as best i can be no dairy milk eggs only occasionally from a friend's chicken and no wool leather etc but if i need to be away from home i will lapse particularly if i'm a guest as people try hard knowing i'm a vegetarian i don't want to put that on them i draw the line past dairy and would refuse anything not vegetarian yeah, that's tricky, The being the guest, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> I had, my company is really usually pretty good about uh, acknowledging vegetarian choices, but the we had some kind of seminar or something that it, the vegetarian so- choice was a salad, <laughs> <laughs> which I am not just a salad girl. So. Yeah, and it was a Chick-fil-A salad uh, on top yeah, of that. Yeah, so, which, you know, is, which that whole even thing. makes me sick. So <laughs> I just went to the cafe and got my own thing. But it, it is when you're a guest in someone's house can be a little bit difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. Right. I've gotten I've gotten pretty good though about asking, and I think a lot of our close family and friends know, mm-hmm. so they have no problem in right. in asking. Is this okay? Mm-hmm. So. Right. All right. The next comment is uh, I tried going full vegan, but it was just not sustainable for me. I travel and eat out a lot, and it was just so stressful, always worrying about finding something to eat. It's great for the animals and the environment, but you're you are important too. Oh, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you're trying your best, you're helping more than you know. That is a really yeah, good point. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let me see. We've got what, one more, I think. So the last one we'll, we'll mention is, uh, I was eating vegan for a few years and wasn't feeling well for the past six months. I am a gastric bypass patient uh, surgery in 2011. And because of the way my body absorbs nutrition, I was encouraged to add some eggs and fish. I have added those two things and felt better within a couple of weeks. We need to listen to our bodies as everyone needs different things. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I love the fact that the comments 
the discussion in the the peas and carrots kind of really touched on just about all of the or or all of the um, kind of reasons that we gave up above or um, above <laughs> uh, in the beginning of the podcast. I'm looking at the outline. It yeah. is up above. <laughs> Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, the pregnancy, the travel, the great, you know, all that. So I think that's really validating. Um, but it's so nice to, to hear from other people who go through the same thing and just kind of validate your own experiences. Right. You know, and I just want to stress again, I can't, I just can't say this enough, how, how amazing this group is mm-hmm. that someone can ask a question like that and not get pounced, you mm-hmm. know, not get mm-hmm. pounced and people can comment respectfully. That is, that is awesome. That mm-hmm. says a lot about the folks in that group. Right. There, there was even, there was one, uh, little bit of a, a dissent, I guess, uh-huh. on one of the, the comments. and But even that was respectful. Yeah. Back and forth yeah. between. Oh, a dissent is absolutely and, cool. Yeah. You yeah. know, as long as you're respectful of everyone. I just, especially in this day and age with the, all the politics that's going on, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You see so many people just dissing each other. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so refreshing to actually see healthy dissent. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? All right. Let's do it. So this recipe was suggested by uh, Peas and Carrots member... What up, Louisa? <laughs> Louisa Parker. Uh, and uh, she said, this is seriously good dessert. I made it last night and added pecans to mine. Highly recommend it. And so what is it? It is flourless chocolate chip chickpea blondies with sea salt. That sounds amazing. I gotta try, we've got to try this. Can we do that tonight? About, Let's do that tonight. Please. Yeah. Let me okay. make sure I have chocolate chips. But All yeah. Right. <laughs> if not, I might be running to the store for chocolate chips. Uh, but yeah, it actually looks good. And I've never cooked with, uh, I've never baked with chickpeas before. I love baked blondies. Baked with zucchini, but not with chickpeas. All right. We'll take a picture and we'll po- post it in the peas and carrots. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what about our quote then? Our quote this week comes from, oh, Priyanka Chopra, who said, (laughs) that I tried my hardest, uh, who said, any transition is easier if you believe in yourself and your talent. That's true. Yeah. Isn't that good? Very true. Yes. All right. So let's talk about a a product. We, you know, we've been trying to promote a different product on each episode. And uh, this one, I... Fingers crossed that in a few weeks we'll have an interview uh, related to this product. The, the product is Plum Deluxe Tea, and the uh, the owner of the company, his name is Andy Hayes, and he he actually reached out to me a few weeks ago, offering. Uh, he said that, and now this was so cool. I I felt like kind of like a rock star for a minute. Uh, he <laughs> said that he found us the podcast uh, when one of his customers in his shop mentioned mentioned us rock to star. him. I know. I was like, how cool <laughs> is that? I would love to know who that customer was so I can thank them. Yeah. But uh, he's in um, Portland, I think, or Seattle. Which is the place you want to move? I'm sorry. Yeah, it might be Seattle. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't remember uh, Andy. If you're listening, I apologize. Uh, but we'll get it all cleared up when we have you on the podcast. West uh, Coast. He's West Coast. Yes. And, but uh, he has a, the tea company, Plum Deluxe. And uh, this is what is 
on the website. I'll just read you the little blurb from the about section. It says, my goal with Plum Deluxe is to create a place on the internet you can always look forward to visiting, whether it's exploring our blog and articles, joining our Tea of the Month Club community, or trying out some of our other special products like coloring books and meditations. And those are digital, by the way. Nice. They've got digital coloring books. So pretty cool. Um, and the the site is is great. It's lovely. It's really well laid out and easy to find everything. They have lots of different teas. All of their teas are made from organic fair trade ingredients and they're blended by hand. So uh, he, he sent us two samples to try. We haven't, tri- he sent us a sleepy time one, which we haven't tried yet. I'll try that tonight. Okay. The, uh, the mindful morning blend is the other one he sent. It's an Earl Grey and it's salon black tea, orange peels, blue corn flowers, bergamot oil, vanilla essence, and then love and gratitude. Yeah, are the last two ingredients. And you can see the flowers. That's so cool. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. And I had some of this when I was not feeling well, and I loved it. It mm-hmm. was just so soothing. So mm-hmm. thank you for some great tea, Andy. Right. Right, so hopefully uh, in the next maybe couple months, we'll have Andy on the podcast to talk about loose leaf teas and uh, and his, he's also, he has, I think this is really cool. He also has a philanthropic, phil, phil, <laughs> philanthropic uh, program where they do different uh, things to help different organizations and fundraisers and things like that. And uh, it was all inspired by his mother uh, who had cancer. So pretty awesome all that around. Is, yeah. um, Check it out, Plum Deluxe Tea. The uh, link will be in the show notes. All right, the question this week, have you transitioned between... <laughs> Why did that sound so weird? <laughs> it sounded weird, between. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Take two. Have you transitioned between veganism and vegetarianism? What were your reasons for doing so? Mm-hmm. Please leave a comment on the show notes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. Before we close out today, I want to give a special thank you to our Golden Apple Roundtable, who are the folks that support us through our Patreon campaign. If you go to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see our Patreon campaign page there. And you will see... uh, some some donation levels from $1 all the way to $50 a month. And it really helps to keep the lights going on here at Vegetarian Zen. We have quite a few folks now that contribute to us to help us keep this podcast running. We also, if you're not into the uh, giving on a monthly basis, we have a tip jar on our website now. What's the name of the button, Larissa? It's it's just a donate button. It's a PayPal donate button. Okay. Uh, it's um, I think it's buy us a juice. <laughs> All right, and we have it. gotten some tips there from from there too. So please feel free to check out either one. And of course, if you go to another way you can support the show is going to the our, pro- our favorite products tab on our website, and you will see some links to Amazon there. Those are affiliate links, and anytime you buy anything through our link. Amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks. So those are some ways that you can help to support the show. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.